0: I was born for this. I was born for, I was born for this. Welcome back to another episode of Quirked Up. I'm Jess Klein Schmidt.
1: And I'm Rachel Luba. Cheers. That's really cool. That's really fun. I do this literally every time.
0: You know, every time I'm really... Also,
1: um, to my, my Jew tribe out there. Happy 8th night of Hanukkah while Jess is mesmerized by her wine glass and the camera. Happy 8th night of Hanukkah, the last night of Hanukkah, and I have my super cool, look at this. Spin rate.
0: I love that for you.
1: Shirt. Yes, um it's a Team Israel baseball shirt. Um and I'm big on spin rate. So no. Treatles, to- baseballs, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, no, it's, it's great. But every year I get asked by a lot of people. Cause my last name's Klein Kleinschmidt. If I'm Jewish and I am not mm-hmm. part of the tribe, not like I will well,
1: we'll accept you to it. For I
0: sure. know you will. And it's just, it, but it's like Kleinschmidt people don't really know, but no, I am not.
1: But, yeah. But. There's some people in the industry that I've learned that are Jewish that I'm like, really? I, people are usually surprised that I am too. They're like, I had no idea.
0: I I just assume everybody in the baseball industry is Jewish. Wait, really? I, I assume like the from what I've like just covering it for as long as I have, I'm always it's there. I feel like there's a majority, maybe from the writers' side. Yeah, okay. they're Jewish and love Bruce Springsteen. Sometimes both. I love Bruce Springsteen. I'm I honest.
1: learned Passan was Jewish uh, like yesterday.
0: Which. I did not know that, but I am not yeah. surprised.
1: Yeah. It's kind of how I feel. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm never surprised, but people are always surprised at me. They're like, wait, I didn't know you were Jewish. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. it's am and everything. So.
0: And I really loved like Trevor participating in all of that too. That was wonderful.
1: Yeah. He was in town. I was like, you know what? You're going to learn about, he has some, some Jewish blood um, on, but on, from his dad's side. So right. um, I, I, I taught him. He was big on the dreidel. He was much better at it than me. I was a little um, frustrated by that, but.
0: I, I guess. Get that. We're, yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like a competition and I, and I respect that. Um, what's our wine word, mama?
1: It is social media.
0: Yeah. So we're about to get hammered. Um, and we were thinking like the fun, the funniest part about this wine word is we, I often forget about it, but like, that's the best part, right? Like by the time we're ass deep in a conversation, it's like, oh, there's a wine where we're just chilling. I love it. But I think social media is a great one because we're always, we have a lot to talk about with social media today. Um So to start things off before we get into it. We'll do a, a breakdown of what we're doing. Um, we have a very, very cool thing to talk about. Um, Rachel was in a in Complex Magazine, talking about how being a woman in the industry is okay. And we're going to go into depth about that. We're going to go off at how much of a bullshit s- baseball, social media, CBS sports bracket Rachel and I were involved in. Um, <laughs> we're, we're not bitter at all though. <laughs> not bitter, but like we're bitter enough to... No, but we're on the bitter. Talk.
1: Like, John Boy, I, I, I
0: like you a little
1: less after this. If yeah, you're like, listening. I, you
0: know, I've some bros at CBS Sports, or they used to be. I don't know. And then um, then we're going to go with the Rule 5 draft because I tweeted out that, I like, After all these years of covering it, there's still some questions that I have and I know what it means, but we'll go into detail about like the questions that I have. So let's get started. Um, And this is a really big one to the point where Rach and I were back and forth for like two days straight sending voice messages about these things. I'm big
1: on voice memos now.
0: It's so much easier. It's it's easier and I feel like it's more like it keeps you and I more connected. And I do that with Melanie and Danny too. We're very, we're queens of that. Um, and and so I, I swear by that you can keep them and just like reminders, especially when you like still like an uplifting one, they're always good. Um, and they're probably really they're great for court too, in case after have to get anybody in trouble. Um, but you were in this in complex magazine, and um, it's something that we're very passionate about. And I remember because when I went for my like, somewhat audition to do this with you to the momentum house, one of the first things we talked about was embracing being feminine in a male dominated industry. And that has to do with how we dress, how we present ourselves. And you and I related where at the very beginning, like you even changed, you wanted to change your name. So it was more gender fluid. I was often dr- dressing myself down to make sure I didn't come off as too honestly slutty in the clubhouse, if we're being honest. yeah. And the one thing I love about myself is my style. I love the way I dress and I would hate to have to dumb that down. Um, so we'll get started with that, but Rach, let's talk about this, a, the magazine spot, but just how important it is for people to know, like, we get a lot of shit on social media. We get a lot of crap, but I feel like we have like between you and I, we've been very lucky. We've got a lot of praise too to kind of show women, like it's okay to be ourselves. So tell me a little bit more about what you wanted to talk about and how it's okay to be who you are as a woman in this industry.
1: Yeah, well, that was like, so that was like one of the big things we talked about initially. And I think is kind of what we bonded over was this idea that we, we didn't want to apologize because we went through a phase where it was like, we felt like we could only be this one mold, right. Uh, To fit in the industry. Like, okay, we're going to, women are going to be allowed in the industry now, but you got to fit this one mold. Like, and it's got to be very like masculine in a way. Yeah. And so I think like what you and I kind of talked about with that was how important it was to, you know, make it so, at least try to make it so that, you know, all types of girls feel whoever they are, you know, inside, they feel like they're welcome in the industry and can be themselves. Like they don't need to, if you are, you know, if you tend to be more tomboy or, you know, you're whatever it is, or you love to wear makeup and lipstick and heels and all that, like, it doesn't matter, you know, that both sides should be welcome in the industry and it shouldn't have any reflection on on your ability to do your job. And I think that's kind of, the the biggest part of it, and so sometimes you know I definitely do go to the extreme of of my side, and the lot, and you know, like you know me pretty well. I I'm very tomboy in a lot of ways, yeah. and I'm not super you know girly and all this stuff. But I try because I realize that the there's a kind of this image of certain types of girls that people like are quick to reject in the industry. And it tends to be the very girly, the very, you know, feminine.
0: Montious. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So I figured, you know what? Like, I love that part. Like, there is a side of me that is like that. Growing up, I wasn't like that at all. But I do like this part and I should be happy about it and proud to be feminine. And so I try to play that up to help other girls who, who are, you know, like that's that's more like them. And I want them to look and say, you know what, like, I see there's like some tomboy girls, you know, in the industry, but there's also some, you know, girls that are very girly, and I can relate to that. And so, you know, this, there's been like, you know, an article or two recently kind of talking about that, because I think people do look at, you know, especially my Instagram, and they're like, you know, whoa, that's very different. Um,
0: But and while people, yeah, but we're not going to say different, like that's like the nice way of putting it, but yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was the nice way. Um, but people, like publicly, the way they talk about it, it's very controversial, right? And sometimes it seems like, you know, what are you doing, Rachel? Um, and then, and you and I talk about this a lot we both, like, the reason that, like, it would be so much easier for me to just not use, like, not use social media like that mm-hmm. and not use Instagram. Think about how much less shit I would get yeah. publicly from people, right? But I think the reason you and I kind of stick to this and and we're so kind of committed to, you know what? No, like, I'm going to be okay doing this because of a lot of the feedback we get in our DMs, etc., from younger girls who are, like, thank you. Like, thank you for making me feel like I don't have to be anyone I'm not. And I get it from some girls who are, who aren't girly at all, but they're Mm -hmm. like, I just feel like you're making it okay to be any type of girl you want in the industry. Like, and, and you're trying to distinguish that your ability to do your job should have no bearing on this, on what type of girl you want to be. And so, you know, we, we talk about how, you know, when publicly people will criticize what we do, but, you know, we also, you and I will share like, you know, via texting, just screenshots. A lot of times of these, a lot of these girls who just like say thank you or fathers who reach out like, thank you for making me feel like, you know, my, my girl can, my daughter can be herself and she's, you know, as long as she can do the job, yeah. then that's all that matters. And, right. and you should a hundred percent be, you know, critiqued on your ability to do your job. I don't care if you're a male or female, but your gender should not be, have any influence on your ability to do
0: your job. I absolutely agree. And if you think about it, just because the, the overall picture is we want you to embrace who you are as not yeah. just a woman, but ha- whatever you identify whatever as. you are. Yeah. And, and I noticed the moment I woke up one day and I was like, okay, I need to stop being like, and I say these two girls all the time, Katie and Laura, because I wanted to be like them when I grew up, my, girl, my friends back in high school, I couldn't be them. They were doing a great yeah. job being them. But once I was just, my career skyrocketed. And that was just because I went on, on TV one day when I was, I would going on these things and I was like, no, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't keep like with this vanilla stuff that you're talking about. That's not what happened. This is not what he said. This is not what went down. And people didn't, didn't get like on my ass for it. They're like, well, okay, there you go. Like I just had an A's review show and Dallas wasn't on it. So I had to kind of be the Dallas and talk like myself and say, Sean Murphy had some daddy power at the plate this year because he did. And I said it and like, I didn't feel bad about it because I remembered, oh wait, that my producer, my executive producer is like, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. And when I have like the A's B, we have Susan Slusser who does a great job being herself. And the reason why her and I are so close is because I don't A, try to be like her and I embrace who I am. And she's kind of a scary bitch, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to, she knows that. She knows that, she but sure. she's her, people are scared shitless of her and she embraces it. That, yes. And that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the thing too. I'm not trying to step on her toes. She knows what she's doing. I'm going to stay in my lane. But you
1: know know why you guys are both so successful? It's not like you guys have very different uh, personas and images online, everything. And like, I was talking to Susan um, when she interviewed me for the article she did. And we were talking about, you know, you and all that. You guys are very, very different. But why do you guys like, why are you successful? Why do you both have respect? It's not because you've conformed to a mold. It's simply because you both just, you, you are yourselves and you know, your shit. Mm -hmm. And again, like you and I always come back to this. All that matters is that, you know, your shit. And if you're a female and you don't know your shit, that's on you and you don't belong in
0: the industry. But if you know your shit, you be whoever you want to be. And here's the thing, even if you don't, don't be scared to ask the questions. Well, of course. Yeah, right. yeah. you got to learn. You got to start somewhere too. And like, even so, like, we're going to talk about the rule five later. And that's when I went online and I was like, I remember just when I started out, like, you have so many questions, but then I remember more than half of my job is asking questions. You have to, I wouldn't have the, the like the co-hosting with you. I wouldn't have blocked off. I didn't ask questions. It's all part of it. But that's why you do it. Right. And then, and it's funny that you talked about Susan, because like, even like we, we, we both are on the same, like beat, mm-hmm. but like the reason why we like, it, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's easy to explain just because like, we both know our shit. You're right about that. But she also knows that I'm being myself through it. Like I'm not being opposite Susan to do whatever. Right. And that's kind of how it is. And like, and that's what I love about the, like my approach is like, okay, well, I'm just going to do what I need to do. And even if I like fuck up, it's like, oh, well, you know what, I'm going to go to bed knowing that I tried. And, and when it comes to like, and, and weirdly enough, I know we talk about this a lot, is just how we dress and present ourselves. That's the one thing I was so scared about in the beginning. I just remember like making sure my, my chest isn't showing, making sure my legs aren't showing too much, this and that, this and that. And I, I had to kind of, push myself to the limit with that without looking like an asshole, because like, I mean, you know how I dress like I'm very I, I take so much pride in like trying to dress well. And that's just I love fashion. I love I love my style. And it's the one thing I will not feel bad about. But I don't want to look stupid. I do change things up if we're going to the club, which I don't go to a club. But if we were to go to a club compared to the bar, compared to a clubhouse, compared to a game. You, I often think about those things and it always has to do with like, A, I want to be myself, but I do keep the, in mind, like I'm representing momentum. I'm representing NBC sports. I'm representing my mother, you know, like those types of things. So you keep that in the back of their mind, but I'm not going to be like, okay, I have to be on my every word. And you know, the stuff I've, I've, I've talked to you about, like I'm always overthinking, like, am I going to offend somebody? And there's certain ways to do that without t- taking away who you are you do respect people and like I I tell you all the time like I wish I could go off a little bit more on social media but I'm kind of glad NBC holds me back a little bit just yeah there's there's some lines with it and
1: I think you know look like some people probably be appalled if I told them like oh that's you know how I dress Uh, it's like how I dress normally or you know if I'm going out is probably more revealing (laughs) than how I like some of the things I wear on social media and they would be like oh my god you basically got naked but like still I think I guess sometimes yeah I go over over the top with it but it's like you're trying to I'm trying to hammer a point home and maybe I can I have a little more freedom to do that than you just because I'm not employed by you know a big company I'm, I'm I am self-employed, but my, my point I'm trying to, you know, I don't usually get up there and wear a bikini and talk baseball, but I try to put a mix of both in there because like to say, look, this is, this is the baseball, Rachel. She knows her shit and you can't deny that. And then this is also the, the girly Rachel. And this is the Rachel that's proud of being feminine. This is the Rachel that had a damn eating disorder as a gymnast and struggled with that and struggled with loving her body. Like this, is, and now she's at a place where she's happy. And like this is that Rachel too. Like I want you to see the full thing and just see that these are they're you know they're mutually exclusive. Like my femininity, my lack of femininity, whatever it is, has no bearing on my knowledge of the game and my ability to do my job.
0: Right. And, and I feel like that's, that's important. Cause even think about it this way. Like if we're, if I'm not myself and I know you're the same way, if we're not ourselves, I can't be at the top of my game. So of course I'm going to struggle. And that means like, if I'm told to wear a certain thing on TV, which luckily I haven't been told yet, I've been good about that. That's been good. Um, And I think NBC is actually a little more relaxed Like I could actually go on TV in jeans and they wouldn't be as upset about it. Um, But if I don't feel sexy, and I don't feel like I look like Jess, like I love the way I dress and I go on TV. I'm not going to talk. I'm going to be like thinking about, well, they made me wear this, this potato sack. So naturally I'm not going to be myself. And I actually will look at some certain things. And I remember one time they made me wear that, this ugly, my team's jacket. And, and I had to talk about the women in baseball, like these amazing women in baseball. And I I struggled because I felt like I looked like shit. And I know that sounds stupid. It was because, oh, I wasn't dressed like myself. And that's what it was. Right. It was, it was my first time on TV in like, but six years, but it, I couldn't, I, I just, yeah. I struggled. So,
1: I mean, but I think it's just like my, my biggest thing with, with, with all of this is that the second, this is what I want to again, I keep saying this, but I, I want to make them mutually exclusive. I don't, I, I hate that everything I'm doing in this industry somehow always gets tied back to people critiquing my image and, and how I look and all of these things. And I understand it's because we're still not in places in society where, you know, my image and knowing baseball is like completely accepted. But if you
0: looked but, clean, babe, nobody would say. But,
1: but, right. But here's, here's like the, the point I'm like trying to hammer home with this is that like the second you start, like when I'm talking about baseball or, you know, just when you're looking at my presence in the industry and you start analyzing my look, like how I dress, all of these things, you're now just like completely not giving me any credit for my baseball knowledge, which is assuming you're, you know, critiquing me from, you know, my standpoint in, in the baseball industry, that's all that should matter is, is my knowledge of the game and my ability to do my job. But the second you start talking about, you know, they like my looks, my, you know, just Instagram posts, things like that. You're not like, you're asking me to fit into some mold that somebody else created because it's not who I want to be. And my ability to do my job like, all I want to hear is you is you critique me on that. Critique me on my ability to represent a player. Critique me on my yeah. ability to negotiate a contract. But if you want to talk, if you're a baseball person or whatever, and you or just a fan or whatever, like, that's what you should be looking at. Now, if you're just a guy who's trying to look to go on a date with someone, go for it. Tell yeah. me all about how you don't, I like, or how you love or don't like my, my look or, you know, what I post on, you know, on Instagram sometimes. That's fine. But if we're looking at it through the lens of baseball, you should be critiquing me on, on my job, my ability to do my job, negotiate, like represent all like agent related things. Right. And so that's, that's kind of my, where I come back to every time with this. And, but, but look, I think you and I both have have, you know, we felt encouraged by how many, you know, younger girls or even fathers behind the scenes come to us and tell us like they're grateful that we're we're trying to change this stereotype that this mold you have to fit into. And again, it's not saying that we think every, you know, girl should be like this, but every type of girl should be accepted.
0: Yeah, I actually just got one um, because I did an Instagram live because I was like bored waiting to record this. And somebody said, as I was saying, this guy is actually, he's the head coach of a baseball team, former player, coach Erasmo Ramirez, former LB pitcher. So um, he said, as I was saying before you cut the IG live off, Women like you and those others I mentioned are great role models for three young girls. So he's he's got three daughters. Being a former MLB pitcher, my daughters absolutely love watching baseball, and they get excited when they hear you, Luba, Alana Rizzo, and many other knowledgeable ladies talking about the game. Thank you. And here's the thing: we talked about this. We should actually talk about this too. Um, when. I think it was Yvonne who went off and saying like the players are allies as well. Like that's, that needs to be highlighted because we're in front of them. You're representing them. I'm always, you know, working with them and stuff like that. Like, like, three guys Players are our biggest supporters all eyes and like and and I feel like they're finally admitting like that they have our backs like in the last few years you know I don't think it's they never did but they were I think they were like nervous too and I feel like now they're just like yeah like you know I, I had have-
1: yeah so many players I know like that obviously I represent and just other ones that will tell me they're like look I love what you're doing um like it's not the the people that are the most critical are like the fans who are not or like the non-athletes have
0: any of them ever been like you're good for a girl yeah none of them yeah they don't say that shit because that's the one thing I've always hated is oh you're good for a girl and, you know, I, I was, literally I've been dealing with that since I was eight years old since I played baseball. And it's I don't want that one to be just fucking good. Yeah. And I and what's what's that quote that I sent you the other day when you were getting a little pissed off at people on social media because we, we go through those weird things, where, which is stupid, because I know you and I are very strong. But sometimes, yeah, things call me to get off social media. I tell you, but the people that are talking shit are never the ones that are doing better than us.
1: Oh no, you never like, um, it's funny. Cause I remember when I first was going through, like my social media was starting to blow up a little bit during spring training and the most like, just knowledge, like the, the best piece of advice that was given to me at that point came from, uh, Tanner Carson, his, uh, he's big on like Instagram raised in baseball, adore him he's i think he's 12 now he's like a 12 year old boy and i said to him because actually bauer was talking to him about how he's like you know base the baseball world seems to be the most like critical just in terms of like fans on social media they're really mean there's trolls because like gymnastics gymnastics isn't really on social media like that not on twitter but baseball is very much safe softball and he asked he was like he was like, Tanner, tell Rachel, because you've been doing this for a while. You've got, he's got, I don't know, probably 150,000 followers or I don't, something on Instagram. And he does a great job. Um, he's wise beyond his years, but I was like, okay. Trevor was like, how do you deal with all the mean kids? Cause kids say mean things. Of course, And yeah. he's a huge target. Cause he's a kid himself. And he was like, and, and Trevor was like, tell Rachel. I'm like, yeah, honestly, tell me what's your secret. And he said, I just always remind myself that anyone, that you never take shots at those below you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how are you only 12? But it's true. He, he's so right. Because think about it in your life. If you, when you ever think something kind of critical and maybe not super nice about somebody, you're always doing a little better than you. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why you're, do you ever look at at someone below you and be like, and, you know, be super critical and mean? No, you, you try to lift them up. Right. But, but people above you, you only try to tear down people above you. Yeah. so anyone who's saying mean things, you just look at it and you're like, you know what? That's obviously coming from a place of envy, jealousy, what have you.
0: Yeah. Or it's
1: self insecurity.
0: It's very, and, and, and we've done, I mean, I've dealt with personal relationships like that. Everybody who's like, come at me with their, with like weird things. I'm like, I literally don't do that. That's a you problem. Yeah. And that's a lot of the stuff. Like, and I told you about that before, like that one, there was one guy who came at me on social media out of nowhere. And it turns out his mom had recently died and he was just struggling and I was his target. And I'm not saying it's all the same, but it's nice to know that like social media, there's like so many, so many things involved. However, the end of the day, we want to remind people that as, as shitty of the things that like are thrown at us, Ra- like Rachel and I are constantly sent amazing things, not just about this podcast, but like Rachel's job individually, my job individually and like what we've done because we've been through some shit, dude. And so like, it's really cool to like have.
1: Oh, yeah, that people are like that. It's the only reason I think like we kind of keep going. And I try to tell everyone who says something nice, like something like that to me, I'm like, you know what? You're the reason you like this that I keep I continue. doing it, right? Because I know whether whether everyone publicly knows it or not, like we're making a difference for and we're making other girls feel or other guys feel more comfortable in their skin and to just follow their passion regardless of who who they might be, you know, as a person. Yeah. And so I, that's I think what what's cool about you know, what I like social media and putting yourself out there, um, it, it makes it worth it. And so I, I think also just telling everyone who has reached out to us, like, you know, we can't always get back to you. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's with our jobs, it can be yeah. difficult, but like we see it and it just letting us know, I mean, means the world to us. Um, because again, it's what keeps us sane when yeah. we want to just like bang her head against a wall from all the, you know, trolls out there.
0: Yeah, especially because like the one thing I've noticed over the last like six months is like my Instagram is just a highlight reel. And I know Rachel's seen it before. Like sometimes she needs to be my cheerleader and be like, Jess, you're fine. You're doing everything right. Cause a lot of times you only remember the negative things, right? But we do see all the positive things and like we're so appreciative. And that's why we continue to make these things and Sometimes I need to be Rachel's cheerleader without saying cheerleader because I know how you feel about those, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're a superwoman, you're a unicorn, Maybe, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, like, cause we need that too. Cause I'm glad to know that Rachel struggles sometimes because I look at her as like the best thing in the world and to know that she struggles helps me sometimes, right? And and like, by, cool. Yeah.
1: vice versa. Yeah, I, so it's like,
0: whew, uh, we, all right. We, like- you and I both, and I, I think
1: people always, people ask me too, they're like, how do you just like not care? And it doesn't bother you. And like some of the things you whatever deal with, I'm like, oh no, I, I, I've cried before. I have called Jess. I've called people like I, this is so not worth it. Um, I've, you know, like I break down, I get insecure. I see one thing, and you pe- you're like Rachel. It's a troll. Who cares? I'm like, no, it bothers me. And like, but then
0: two days later, I'm coming at you, be like,
1: Rachel, what the hell? And then it's the same thing. And it's but it's right. It, it's like we we're not. We know that our social media can make us seem really tough. And that we have really thick skin and, or, you know, that stuff is perfect, but look like, you know, my, it might seem like I'm obsessed with my body. Yeah. I have, I've had, I've been anorexic. I've been in a hospital before because of that. I have dealt with looking at myself in the mirror and seeing something very different. Like I have struggled with my body and how it's looked. No matter, I don't care what you, what anyone else thinks of it right now. I have, I have struggled with it as a gymnast. And just deal, learning to love what I, like my body and I have struggled with social media, like yes. whatever it is. So we all, we all deal with this shit. I think Jess and I are trying to, and I think I can speak for both of us when I say like, we're trying to put stuff out there that's positive and that helps girls, but that doesn't mean that like everything, like that we have the thickest skin in the world, that nothing bothers right. us and that we don't care because- we're, we're humans. Like we have faults, we have flaws, we suck at things and like, you know, we mess up too. And yeah, but we're
0: just all the time. And like, and I think like, and mean, like literally, and the reason why it's funny and the reason why I'm smiling kind of laughing is that literally Rachel and I had like these come to Jesus moments this week. And, and same thing. I always talk about like, Oh, I love being single, but I've been in abusive relationships before. Yeah. And I have my own body issues. I'm on TV and it fucking scares me half of the time. And I walk through life. I'm like, oh, like, and, and, and that's when I, when I'm on the opposite end of people on, like, when I'm a guest on a podcast, i like, oh, you handle trolls, trolls. Well, I'm like, I don't though. Yeah. They really fuck do. with me. And right. they'll bring my personal life into it. They'll talk about my father who passed away. And I'm like, you know, so like those things, I'm glad that we can kind of put that out there because it's like, we go through our shit too. So that was, yeah. that was beautifully done, Rage. i mean it's not easy but yeah but like maybe we should shift gears because let's try to lighten the mood a little bit
1: yeah let's talk baseball
0: we're gonna talk baseball i i I said lighten the mood but like also we're kind of pissed off so
1: yeah this is
0: so this is i'm i'm like putting my
1: segue from from social media to baseball it's like the in-between
0: yes so this week, um, so I participated in last year. Uh, Danny Vietti. We, he's actually literally a legitimate gem. Um, he's from the Sacramento area, from from here. Of uh, CBS Sports, uh, pushes out a baseball social media bracket every year. I didn't, I didn't know. know last
1: year. I didn't know they did it because I joined social media in November of last year with like. Uh, we're not going
0: to bring up the fact that I think you've surpassed me on Twitter followers recently, and I'm trying to cope with that. Have I? I think so. But like, let's not talk about it. It's fine. I don't know. I, I think, I think so. I don't know. Um, but so yes, Rachel killed it this year on, don't look now. Cause it's going to piss me off. I won't. No, I think you're still ahead of me. You're okay. But like for a little bit. When like, you thought, when you Trevor signs,
1: I have 400 something.
0: So, when Trevor signs, like it's done.
1: No, oh no, no, no. Actually, yeah, my 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 thought is, and I tell Trevor this all the time. I'm like, I'm gonna lose so many followers because the only reason I have like so many of these is because all these fan bases want
0: him. That might happen and if then- I ever get a boyfriend too. I feel like if people like, if I get a boyfriend, people are gonna be like, oh, it's like we well, never had a chance. But you know, um, so it's, a- anybody, it's yeah. A- yeah, It's an experiment I want to try. I want to, I'm gonna like see like how many followers I lose when I like announce that I have a boyfriend one day. Um, when I'm 80, um, so moving on. So Danny Vietti puts out this social media baseball bracket every year. It's relatively new. So, um, I was fucked in the first round. So I'm going up against Cespedes family barbecue, my former colleagues that cut for, and you want to talk about like, I mean, you know how tournaments work. I'm not supposed to be going up against number, another. One seed. Last year I did really well. I think I lost to pitching ninja or something. I don't know. But Vietti actually DM'd me today and said I had you going up against or losing to pitching ninja in the eighth round because Danny's my boy and I feel like he thought I was a bigger deal than I actually am. But so yeah, I'm done. First I don't know round. who the first person
1: the, in the sweet 16 or or no, no, that's where I lost. the yeah, what You was lost it? in the
0: sweet 16.
1: Yes. In the first round, I went against a Ben Porter. I was trying to figure out who he is. I don't know Not who that me
0: is mean, either. Because
1: he seems nice. But that seems
0: but like the more.
1: It was like, that was, that was, I get like, that was, you know, him kind of like tossing me a bone, Danny. And then he just was like. And then I'm just gonna, you know, you're on a
0: high and you make go up again you against John Boy. off the
1: cliff and make you go against John Boy. So here's my thing. I told you that this was why I was confused, or at first, I screenshot it to Trevor and I go, I was like, this is bullshit. I was like, why am I losing to this dude? He's got twenty thousand followers, and like that's just stupid. I mean, I can't I went from like I always say like, I'm not an overnight success, but like on Twitter, like my, my just Twitter
0: overnight success, that
1: that one is yeah, Yeah, because I literally got on last year with like 30 followers and got to where I am in like a year. So then, so I still have like, I've got like 50,000 followers or whatever. I'm like, how am I losing to this dude? And then he was like, well, maybe he like shouted or like on some of his other you know, like, uh, you are maybe on his YouTube or whatever. And I was like looking and I clicked on his other, like talking baseball account. It's got like 17,000. Like still, there's no way that I'm getting, and you go, Oh, cause Trevor texts me first. And he goes, I'm so impressed with you. He goes, the fact that you're at like 38% or something against John Boy is impressive. Yeah. That's I, was, like, right. I was like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's got 20,000 followers. I was like, this is embarrassing for me. And, and he didn't like, I don't know. He didn't really like say anything to that when I was like, Talking about his followers. And then today I saw his other account, his John Boy account, not John Boy Me. That has like 100,000, right? He's got like 350,000 followers yeah. on there. And I screenshot that and I was like, Trevor, you didn't tell me he has this account. Like he's got, I mean, he's got more followers than, I mean, he's got like freaking half a million followers. I was like, okay, I don't feel nearly as bad anymore. But except for I told John Boy Danny, fuck you. Who?
0: Who? Does John Boy follow you on Twitter?
1: I I just got followed today.
0: I got followed a while ago.
1: Yeah, congrats. So congrats. I just John got
0: Ploof. followed today. It's Trevor Ploof, but Trevor is my boy and he loves me.
1: Well, I mean, Trevor Ploof follows me, but like John Boy does. And I like, he came over for Bauer Bites and he, he uh, was already a hot shot and I was a uh, 30 follower twitter accounts so
0: you were just a young lad yes little Rachel yeah little baby little baby twitter follower
1: yeah but I will say
0: that it was cool to see
1: uh the Mets the Angels and the Padres fan base who've just been and and Giants I think coming coming out strong for Giants me.
0: Came in hot. we wrote about how Trevor talked about the Giants fans like we're coming yeah. in hot but yeah. they
1: but they they had my back trying to help beat John Boy but it was next year and next so sure year, year if I go well. against John Boy in yeah. before like the elite maybe eight. y'all
0: should physically fight I don't know
1: I, I will win the entire thing if that's yeah,
0: the case. That's fair. So mind you, I was getting ready to go sleepy sleeps last night and my phone goes off. Haven't heard from Rach all day, really. And and she's like, Jess, I need your help. And I'm mind you, I like tweet with one eye open.
1: Yeah, it was a very like half-ass effort, but I realized that you were bitter about losing the first round. So Honestly, I like, I Rach,
0: I was only a little bitter, but I was like on. I I was like half asleep too, like Bible. Yeah. It had nothing to do with bitterness. Well, That's a little fine. bit with bitterness, but I was also like, fuck yeah. yeah! If if somebody's gonna win, might as well be my girl, Rach. And yeah, then, you were
1: like, just because? What What was your tweet? It was. It I really
0: don't want to. I was gonna tweet. Please, like, help Rach because I don't want to hear it anymore. But I did like I I because I wanted you to win. It's like, hey, if I'm not gonna win. The only reason I was bitter was like that matchup fucking sucked, dude. And I was like, that just like pissed. That's the thing. I get it. Like I would rather not lose in the very first round. Yeah, it was it wasn't like I but you wouldn't talk about 30%. I think I got 18%. And that was after me, like I don't know, maybe saying like I would go out with Mike four five seven three two on a date. And then it went up to eighteen percent and well look I think it is still it's still cool to even be on it I know know. and like it started some drama because it always does like every fucking year and it's just like I didn't even know what the hell it was and I got
1: tagged and I was like the hell's this like that's cool how did I I'm honored I'm on it thanks guys um so that that was cool but maybe like they should do a better job at matching people up
0: I think that like, it just felt like very forced, but here is a thing. A lot of us realized that. And of course, Jared Carabas is just like, I'm, I don't have to lift a finger or whatever. But either, either way, like it was, it was cool. But like, also I weirdly got upset. <laughs> it's, like, so
1: uh, you know what? The one account that I don't like, I, I love Jared Karabas, Kawabas, Kawabas. like yeah, Kawabas uh if you're five years old um which we are but I yeah say. I mean basically we are five. Um, years yeah old. um but I will say like I don't know how asterisk Tor didn't beat him like that is a high quality
0: account they they blocked for- me uh, really yeah because like Obviously, but, like they
1: were really like, they're very creative, like for oh, just yeah. a
0: purely baseball entertaining account. I agree. But they blocked me because they're little bitches. I'm just going to say it. What'd you do? That's a great question, because I did, in fact, do something. What? Um. So obviously, the A's are extremely tied to the Astros because of Mike Fires. but
1: he had no idea.
0: I know, right? And that's like, no matter what I did, um, and I'm a huge Mike Fires fan, I'm just going to point that out there. I loved what he did. Um, and he's 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 a great pitcher. He's been, you know, employed for 10 years with secondary pitches. I love that. And so um, during one of the Astros A's games this past season, one of my followers, they put like, a, they paid a guy to do the Astro, the, like, like something with the, with the plane, they put yeah. the plane thing. And um, I complained because I, I don't know, I don't remember what the complaint was. I, I, and honestly, I was being kind of a diva. But, um it turns out the astro the Astra tour like shared all this information without giving um props to who actually tweeted it out and like these photos. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Like maybe give the guy some publicity. like you're just stealing this per and then like, and then and then he the asterisk tour came at me. he goes, oh, he said it was fine, so it was so it was cool. Then I retweeted and then he blocked me. I was like,, well, I retweeted you to like say like what it was just dumb. I don't like
1: you want me to reach out and ask him to unblock you?
0: If you want. I you know so how like... many
1: people reach out to me, by the way, asking me if I could tell Trevor? And Trevor, one, time, them. one time, and Trevor was so confused. He was like, what is this guy paying you, Rachel? Because for whatever reason, I got so emotionally, like, invested in this, like, guy. He he wrote, he went and found if he's, I, do, I doubt he's listening to this because he's probably like, I give up on anyone like Bauer related. But he found his old, he was like, Hey, do you think that? He goes, I, I said some mean stuff like in 2016 or something. He goes, I was really like just kind of a jerk. And to be honest, I did not like really know who Bauer was or like give a, a spend a second to even get to kind of, do a little research to figure out who he was. But I just said something mean. I got blocked. And he goes, I've seen through other sources, all this stuff that Bowers put out. And he's like, I become a huge Bower fan. I think he's like one of the best, like for the game. I like all of this stuff. He was like, I feel horrible about what I said. And I just would love to know, like if there's anything I can do to get a second chance, because like, I, I genuinely like, just admire the shit out of this guy. And I was like, you know what, like, I will see. And then, so I like read that. And then like an hour later, he goes and he back and he finds this tweet that he said, sent to Trevor from like 2016. And he retweeted said, this is what I said. Like he owned it. He was like, this was my mean tweet. And I feel horrible. Like clearly I was just being a jerk. Um, like, you know, that Trevor didn't deserve it. I can understand why he blocked me, but I just want to know, like, if there's anything I can do, whatever reason, like, you know, I don't know. I I was, maybe I was just feeling emotional. I don't know. But I felt, I was like, oh my God, this guy seems like it could have been a
0: good gut feeling too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I went to Trevor and I was like, Trevor, I need you to like, just hear me out here and he I started talking he goes Rachel you know the rules once on the block list always on the block list there's no coming back there's no second chances it's how it's it's his like rule okay and I was like I understand that I said but please just hear me out on this and like let me read you through like this kind of epiphany that this guy had or or this whatever his he's kind of pleading here and and I go through it and then Trevor was just like kind of paused for a second he was like No, and I like I almost started crying and I was like Trevor like that's really messed up like this guy has changed and like I got so emotional about it and Trevor was like what is he paying like I don't understand this and I'm like oh I honestly
0: get where both of y'all are coming from
1: yeah so he was like convinced that like you know I think this guy Venmoed me to do it or whatever and if that was the case like that was some impressive acting on my part I mean I should win an Oscar because that was like pure heart and emotion and I got rejected like he didn't unblock him so we yeah
0: that's whatever we um, know and I'm, I'm like for me when it comes to being blocked like I I don't care. I
1: don't understand the people like this. Was also something I learned in my like first year of Twitter is that there's people that take pride like in their bios. They have like blocked by. Yeah. Like, take. I didn't know that that was a thing. That's such an odd thing to
0: me. And like I, yeah, the, I mean I think. Can you know, we someone take pride
1: in and blocked
0: by Rachel? And so, but here, and I will give you some some advice because I know you were like, "What did you do?" Here's the thing that was the, f- that's probably the only block where I'm like, I definitely probably deserve to be blocked. Cause I was probably just being annoying. But at the same time, every time I've been blocked by somebody, it's usually, I have no idea why I was oh, in the, and I, maybe, maybe I'm annoying, but, oh, but
1: like I got blocked by the MLB exec burner. Cause he said he like, we all know he's like someone who's not actually important in baseball, but like likes to f- pretend that he is. He's like, I'm an executive. I'm like, you're no you're not. Um yeah. but he likes to pretend and he's got like like several thousand followers and it's very odd to everybody how but he like tweeted out something like um two months ago or something and he was like you know interesting conversation with my other fellow execs. I'm like yeah maybe they're execs you're not. Right. But and uh, that's, that's he a goes, big thing that
0: that he, trolls do.
1: Yeah, he's like um he he also always c- comes at me like, and subtweets tweets me for certain things. And I'm just like, stop being so obsessed with me, but it's fine. So he said, interesting conversation having like on a group text with other execs um, about, you know, what free upcoming free agent Trevor Bauer is going to get, you know, this off season. And then he like put like, first of all, quotes some ridiculously like laughable amount that I'm like, you, you either like this, the fact that this was the number you arrived at just shows your lack of baseball knowledge, right. but, um, and he goes, he goes, and so he, whatever, gives his valuation, his, what he predicts it to be. And then he was like, so he goes, you know, Bauer doesn't have, um, the best representation, but his openness to one-year contracts might help him a little. And I, so somebody like tagged me in it. Cause of course he's like subtweeting me. And I, he says like, yeah, Bauer doesn't have the best representation. So I just responded to it. And I was like, um, I was like, Hey, remember that time that we made him the second highest paid starting M- or salary, hour pitcher in MLB history with a little kissy face. And then he blocked me. Yeah. But I was like, I was excited. I was like, finally, you're, you're done being obsessed with me because I've literally quote tweeted before. And I'm like, because he'll subtweet things at me, and I'm like, "Why? Why are you so obsessed with me? You don't follow me. Like you're like you just you're obsessed, and it's weird." But yeah, I'm no, and honored I... to be blocked by him.
0: Exactly. And there was it was funny that you mentioned that because there's this with this one account, and he would make so many accounts, and they were always giants and A's related just to poke at me. And he would talk shit. And he'd be like, "She'd be like, he'd be like, oh Jessica slept with this college scout." to cover college football I covered two college football games and like literally that like that wouldn't make my career at all and then he kept poking at me and then finally he resurfaces like after bugging me for years and years and years and I had to report him a couple times because some of things were kind of creepy and the the last one was about right when Talk launched and Talk was getting like um all the A's and Giants games were they were they would say like a quick thing like hey talk by Jessica Kleinschmidt. And this one guy finally, like he, of course I was stupid. And I searched my name. I know Trevor does that. I yeah. searched my name and I found it. And this guy was like, I've been troll. I've been harassing her for 10 years. He didn't at me. He wrote my name. And we finally discovered this guy. And then I, I responded to him and I was like, what the hell? And of course, NBC got wind of it, but they were great about, it. they're like, just like, just there was me, like, Hey, like, don't like talk to him, but he goes, why don't you block this account, like you blocked my other five accounts. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? So he, cause he, he wrote like, I would hate to talk. He was like, I hate to listen to Bach talk, which is probably 30 minutes of Jessica talking. And I was like, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. <laughs> um, but it was just like the stupidest thing ever. And then he blocks me. But I was like, the fact that like, you made all these accounts to troll me, like that's no, that's no an I won't obsession go out with you. I won't go that, out with you.
1: Yeah, that it's an obsession. So that's where, like, I, like you know, uh, some of these accounts like try to act like they're—I mean, like they just are. They think very little of us. But I'm like, for someone who thinks very little of us, you spend a whole lot of time researching us and trying to shit on us and. I
0: wish us. we could get paid the rent. because we spend a lot of time in their mind yeah rent free um do we want to move on to rule five now let's wait till Mm the next time uh and the only reason why it's like it's a good thing because we went off on very important subjects like it's very important for us to remind the people that like we're not always on point um and it's tough and you know for me personally instagram is just a highlight reel so we can relax on that aspect um, we are and are not very bitter about this stupid social media bracket, um, but it was also really fun to see us kind of all talk shit to each other. I didn't do a lot of shit talking because I felt like there was like no, what, I couldn't do anything. I was like, there's I no did. reason to talk shit because I'm about yeah.
1: to move. I, you. You know who I wouldn't have need, like if pitching ninja? Like if I had to go against him, I would just be like, like, there's nothing mean I can say. Like, I, I. Like I would feel like such an asshole to say anything mean to him. He's like John, John Boy was like funny because I knew, oh, and then someone was like, I can't believe, he's like, I can't tell if she's being serious. Oh, because I responded. I was like, you know what? Fine. If you beat me, I was like, I can't wait to watch, you know, Bower outage demolish you. And he, and everyone was like appalled. And they were like, did she really just say that? Like, that's really messed up. And I, I, was, like, awesome. I was like, one guy was like, One guy was like, I'm not sure like if you DM John Boy ahead of time and this is a joke, but if it's not, this is really messed up. I was like, hey, Jim, let's not try to take life too seriously here. Like, chill out. Like, you were kind of like...
0: (laughs) I guess nobody wants to see where Bauer signs that yeah, That one
1: I was gonna tw- I was gonna tweet it like or quote tweet it so it would be a little bigger. I know it got lost in there, but I was like, some people will see this gem. I don't want this to turn into a whole thing. I love like, advantage, whole- <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh. advantage
0: of my job. But yeah. I I, I was like, that, though. I was like oh. oh cause I cause I I, I, I you're you're Um, subscribe to your notifications are you serious that must be that must have been so I was annoyed at myself I was a little annoyed for a little bit but only because like I was watching you you talk shit I didn't do well that's the only reason why
1: yeah I was annoyed at myself for the the amount of tweets that came out I feel like I go through these like waves of like there'll be a good period of several days where I just barely tweet and then it's like I have something to say and I tweet 69 tweets in you know 20 minutes so that's Damn, how
0: well, Ma- in- only she subscribed to my tweets I was like don't don't and and she did yeah. and I told her I was like but she might turn them off when like it's actually the regular season cuz I mean the A's haven't done anything in free agency. I don't think it's gonna that's
1: be. that's the thing is some I will say like I would subscribe to yours, except you guys almost do like play by play basically on Twitter, and I couldn't that's too much.
0: And and if I I can just watch it if I end. wasn't like the main A's coverage for NBC, I think it'd be a little bit better, but because my tweets are funny, but then No,
1: they are. I love your tweets.
0: When some it, of them yeah. A's related, it's like, okay, well, that's a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. Um, but I'm glad you're subscribed to my tweet. I do, I do. I'm so sorry. That must have been extra annoying yesterday because like I was legit annoyed. Only
0: from a, crazy. I'm a bitter loser. Yeah, okay, that's fair. My bad. I, I it was in. the matchup. I was like, I felt like, like it felt like, was it DJ LeMayhew who went up against, was it DJ LeMayhew? I don't remember. Somebody was up against, the, for the AL MVP award against Mike Trout one year and he was it was like they interviewed Mike Trout the two other guys for the MVP and obviously Mike was going to get it and it was like I felt like I'm like I wasn't even excited to be a part of it because so I was just like I don't I don't yeah. They I, should,
1: you know what? Honestly, they should have put me in that position for the first round. Cause it's like, I was on the first round. I was just like, this is so cool. Like, I didn't even know what this yeah. thing is. It's apparently like this annual thing that they do and like to make it on this thing and be honored in that, in just like the select few that are on the bracket. Like, this is amazing. Then I got a little ahead of myself when I like my first round, I beat it and it was like not super close. And I was like, and then, then the competitive Rachel came out and yes. I was like, and that's, right.
0: and it makes you crazy. Right. Yeah, and-, and I
1: was like, now, like, I don't lose well. So John right. boy, it's going down. And then mm-hmm. I just get demolished. Like you should have just like been like, Rachel, this is your first year. Congrats on making the bracket. We'll knock you out first round. And, and, then- that's,
0: and that's where I was. Cause I was like, I felt like I could have, I'm finally established myself in this industry. And it was whatever. And I will say, I did get a couple tweets. This is going to piss me off. But um, people were saying that there was a lack of women of color represented on this thing. I am a woman of color. And I'm just going to put that out there. I'm half Filipino. And I want people to know that. (laughs) It just pisses me off because I know people look at me and think I'm a basic white girl, but I am half Asian. So let's remember that. From. let's
1: remember the fact that there are any females on there is like good job like that's that we're a minority too
0: yeah but don't i mean i i would just i was only annoyed because like don't say there is no women of color when there actually is so it's fair yeah um this was fun it's yeah. very therapeutic too i love when you remind me that like you're not always on it because it makes me feel good
1: anytime gladly. <laughs>
0: Um, we'll be back next week maybe we can actually go over the rule five um, obviously it's evergreen so that's always good um we'll be back next time and I can actually re- I'm gonna be recording from Reno so hope maybe there's snow and stuff there you can say hi to mom Jan would we'll love to see you yay be wonderful all right we'll see you next time love you babe
1: yep love you cheers